Every day is a gift. And with each day, we are invited to be a part of what God is doing around us. Whether it seems like a mountaintop or the mundane, God has something for you in your everyday life. Welcome to the Everyday Life Podcast. Hey guys, I'm Andrew, and welcome to another episode of the Everyday Life Podcast. Today I have my good friend with me, Josh Pierce. What's up, Josh? How are you doing today? Great. How are you? Man, thank you uh, for joining us. I'm awesome. Thanks for asking. So uh, Josh and I met probably six or seven years ago. Do you know how long it's been? That's accurate. Yeah, six, seven years. So uh, we met at one of our satellite campuses here at Long Hollow, uh, where we both served. I was a student pastor there at the time. Uh, Josh and his family attended there. Josh was one of our deacons. Uh, And Josh and I just became great friends from there. We did life group together. We hung out together. Uh, Man, he's just been awesome. Josh is not a pastor, and he's not a staff member at our church. So Josh is the first episode uh, of somebody who is just like you watching this right now or listening to this content. Uh, and Josh, I really am excited, though, for everybody to hear from you because you're living out like the dream of what we we would love to see our church doing as a whole. So uh, just thank you for, for coming today and being willing to have this conversation. It's going to be awesome. Uh, so if you haven't checked out episode one already, I want to encourage you to stop listening to this now and go back and check out episode one. Uh, in episode one, we had Pastor Robbie with us, uh, the senior pastor here at Long Hollow, and he was explaining the why, the why behind community, the why behind watch parties. And if we understand the why, then we can deal with any how. You see, what we're talking about today is not going to be easy. This is going to take some grit. This is going to take some hard work. This is going to take you rolling up your sleeves and getting in there with people. And it may get messy at times, but it's always going to be worth it. Uh, so go back, check out episode one. Uh, the action step from episode one was this, to conti- to start praying for who you may be able to do community with. That was the action step. And now for the previous couple episodes, we've been talking about the how, how you engage people. So we've talked about uh, how to connect with people in the digital spaces. So how to use things like Facebook and Zoom and stuff like this to find real community in those spaces. Uh, We've talked about how to engage our neighbors and to use that platform of just the relationships you have right there with people you live around uh, to, to have gospel conversations and to engage people that way. And today we got my friend Josh here. We're talking about connecting around common interest. So Josh, the episode we're, we're doing today, this is going to connect with people uh, who maybe have hobbies that they're around consistent people. So uh, like for you, you're a big duck hunter, right? So you would find yourself in spaces uh, with people who have a common interest there. I'm into cars. So uh, at car shows, trucks, truck, you know, anything truck related, like I'm going to find people with common interest there. Uh, you checking out this content right now, you may have a hobby. Uh, you may work somewhere where there's people that's a common interest. Uh, in your life, or like Josh, you may have a kid on a sports team and you find yourself in an environment where you get to connect with other people around this common interest. So Josh, man, just tell us a little bit about your story. You know, what's the common interest you have found with people and what is God doing through that? So surprisingly, um, we found ourselves uh, the common interest of cheerleading. Right. You seem like the cheer dad type. <laughs> like if, if I think of any cheer dad, uh, you're the last person I think of. But. Right, right. So growing up around sports, uh, all my siblings, my mom and my dad, uh, ended up having two girls who showed zero interest 
in sports. Um, Cheerleading is a sport. Hold yeah, on. I, let me stop you yeah. before you get in trouble. I, yeah, Listen, Jenny, right. my wife, she right. cheered all the way through college, and I will be in trouble if I don't stop you now and say cheerleading is a sport. Well, I will retract that statement <laughs> because there's no way I can do what those girls do. No, man, it's uh, insane. It is. It is. So where we found ourselves was um, our oldest daughter uh, attends TW Hunter Middle School, and uh, she uh, made their cheer team last year. So we uh, started off by, of course, cheering with the, the football team uh, into the basketball team. But in the midst of that, uh, they also compete. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went to local regionals. Uh, so there were several weekends where we spent time with families uh, for most of the day, uh, some overnight. Uh, and then the girls were uh, excelled. Uh, and did a tremendous job and uh, did get a bid to the Nationals down in Disney World. Come on. So we found ourselves for a week down in Disney World, and I would say that's probably where a lot of the relationships blossomed. Um, The girls are pretty – their time is uh, pretty much taken by the time they get there. So it's a lot of the adults and other siblings have a lot of free time. So um, fast forward, they're uh, set to compete. They, after the first day, they uh, advanced to the second round, so they're set to compete the final day. And uh, God had kind of been pricking my heart about this this already, but we had a another cheer dad had uh, gathered us up, and I had no idea why, but he asked us to meet uh, in a certain area. So we, uh, I go over there, and he and he took us over there, and he and he. And he wanted to pray for the girls, pray oh, for the coaches. Awesome. And I thought then that kind of bookended like this is, you know, I, I need to do something out right. of this. Had been in prior D groups. This is kind of where our new D group uh, kind of catapulted out of that. Uh, we got back from Disney World. I engaged six other men who I could not even finish the conversation of what God had put on my heart. Yeah. They were all in 100%. Oh, that's cool. And so we – um we started meeting uh, pretty much immediately. I believe that first Saturday I, after that following week or close thereafter, and uh, we commit. And I don't know that we have missed uh, during parts of COVID. Uh, we did Zoom, yeah, but for the most part, we've been meeting in person, and uh, we meet every every Saturday morning, and we have been uh, since the month of February. Man, that's awesome. So just just to recap, so you guys had the common interest of your daughters all cheered. So you've been spending multiple weekends with these people. God had already started prompting your heart, man, there may be something here. Yeah. And then he he made that evident through this other dad that said, hey, let's pray. And you're like, okay, like this yeah. is exactly what God's calling us to do. And then you guys started D group. So I know um, the D group's unbelievable. Like you guys kind of almost did it backwards. Like we, we, we try to get people into community with the hopes that they started D group. You guys just straight up started off with the D group, uh, and then it's kind of, the rest is kind of taken off from there. So how did your families get involved once you guys started getting together as a D group? Well, I will say this, that there's seven of us total in the D group, mm-hmm. 14 kids. Wow. 13, 13 <laughs> of the 14 are girls. Wow. So <laughs> I'll be praying for that one boy. Yeah, exactly. Um, so um, obviously within that group, um, the girls were best friends. Right. And uh, – so that led on to um, once the Sandy and I had kind of stepped back from leading a group mm-hmm. late last year, and uh, 
we knew that was short-lived. Uh, we enjoy the community too much, being able to lean on each other. So I just reached out to the guys in there. Um, you know, Sandy and I have been talking about it and praying about it, and uh, we felt it was time for us to to get back started again with the life group. And, uh, again, reached out to uh, the guys and their families in there and uh, the ones that could, uh, committed. Um, I think they were all – I mean, no reserve. I mean, so right. they, they were all in. And then, obviously, we had a few hiccups with right. the, with, uh, with the, the pandemic. So once we, we started, um, we came back August the 2nd when, when we started meeting in person again. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the following week, we decided that um, we would do watch party. Yeah. So watch party. Did y'all meet in somebody's house to do this watch party? Well, we, we rotated. Okay. Just kind of, I think y'all have uh, done a tremendous job and, and, and with the life group to kind of spread the responsibility right. in a sense. And so, uh, we met and, and everybody's home. We just kind of rotated through yeah. the next, uh, well, this past sermon series, the good news. Yeah. We rotated for that six weeks. Man, oh, so there cool. were five weeks remaining. And, uh, yeah. And, so you guys would get together, watch the sermon together. Uh, and then would y'all, you guys talk about it or what it look like from there? Yeah, we would uh, get together, watch the sermon, and then um, with the uh, curriculum and uh, stuff provided, we would uh, spend, you know, probably I would say forty-five minutes to an yeah. hour just wow. discussing. <laughs> That's you know, awesome. It, it, you know, sometimes you know it, it, it went on, sometimes it was a little less, and then we would, uh, of course, at that point we would continue fellowship through yeah through eating yeah uh, hey listen Baptist, when, when we meet we eat baby that's <laughs> yeah. how that's how we roll well let yeah. me ask you this were all those families already connected to our church before the disney trip before you guys started a d group or started this watch party or were any of those new families to long hollow well as a matter of fact none of them were oh I, really I, I don't i don't believe any of the men that are in the d group I think two of them are members. Wow. How about that? So the small group, mm-hmm. nobody that I'm aware of are members of Long Hollow, but they have been visiting for yeah. for some, up, I think some six years. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Others uh, more recent. Yeah. I would say within the last year. Yeah. But have been very vocal about how much the immediate impact this church had yeah. on them and their families' lives. Man, that's so cool. And then I hear uh, you have some good news. So uh, we, you, I know you guys were meeting during that good news series, and we celebrated a ton of life change. I mean, we saw a bunch of people getting baptized. Uh, and I, you were telling me the other day uh, a little bit about how some of those guys said, man, we, re- we, we want to be all in. Like, we yeah. want to take this even a step further. So what are some of those guys wanting to get engaged in now? So uh, one particular guy, he was uh, – I, I kind of felt God tugging at my heart to approach him about um, the next generation, the youth. Yeah. Uh, again, no reserve, absolutely. Um, he, um, But uh, growing up, actually, yeah, so two of them, I believe, grew up Catholic. Okay. So now. So similar, probably a similar story to Pastor Robbie there. Very much so, mm-hmm. very much so. So Sunday, uh, this coming Sunday, um, there's a husband and a wife, uh, and then a, a, another gentleman. So the, both guys are in our D group. Yeah. And then, of course, the wife is in our life group. Uh, they're all three getting baptized. What? Come on. Sunday morning. Come on, man. Service. That's awesome. So That is so cool. It's, um, it's, uh, it's 
it's been an amazing last six or seven months considering what we've all had to go through. Right. All of the ups and downs, the uncertainty. And we all know that the only constant in our life is God. Mm-hmm. So that has been uh, that has been tremendous. We know yeah. Scripture tells us not get up, give up the habit of meeting together. And right. We've stayed committed to that. Man, and, um, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Like yeah. that's been a verse that we've used in other yeah. podcast episodes. Uh, so it doesn't matter if you live here locally in our area, uh, wherever you live across the country. Josh, we've had literally thousands of people joining in with us on Sundays, uh, and we're connecting with them. But now we want to help them connect in community. And we think this watch party thing that you guys have done uh, will be an awesome resource and awesome answer to that. And just see, like this this conversation alone is evidence to what God can do in that. People can get connected to the body of Christ through a group. Uh, it doesn't have to be a large group of thousands of people. It's a small group of, of, of I don't know how many families, six families and a million girls, it sounds like. But yeah. uh, but they get connected, and then God just starts to move, and they want to be a part of the church, and they want to follow through in baptism and, and all these unbelievable things. So, uh, so just keep this in mind. When you have people who you have common interest with, how you can engage that uh, to maybe find that biblical community that, community that you're looking for right now. Like you may be joining us every Sunday online and, or, you know, you live in this area and you're just watching online right now and you're like, okay, or maybe you even come in person and you're just wanting to start a group. Like a common interest is a great place, a great catalyst for one of these groups. So think about it. Who are the people you work with? Who are the people you have hobbies in common with? Who are the people who your kids on sports teams with? So uh, you may not know this, but I started coaching soccer a couple weeks ago. Uh, I know nothing about sports. I'm the least athletic person in the room right now. Uh, but I, I, I just got an email said I was coaching, so I, I was coaching. That's how it worked. But anyway, so uh, we had a girl that is on uh, – she's a mom of one of the kids on Blaze's soccer team. And same thing. Jenny started up a conversation with her. She wanted community. Now she's in our life group. Like it's this common interest is a great place to find this biblical community that you're looking for. And I would say this, Josh, and this is this is not right, but I would say pre-COVID, the church in general, I'm not just saying long haul, the church in general may have had this mindset that you don't need to miss a Sunday, right? The, that sports thing, that travel ball, whatever, like you need to get your priorities straight and be sure you're here on a Sunday. Well, I would say God has taught all of us during COVID that online is an excellent option and that you can still engage in what the church is doing even when you have to be away and take it even a step further. But the thing that draws you away, that that travel sport, whatever, man, that's just for a season and that is actually an intentional mission field where God has put you. Right. Like, I mean, these people that you're talking about, Josh, they were seeking biblical community and they found it at Disneyland uh, at a cheer competition. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like God strategically put you guys there for such a time to connect with them. And, and everybody has benefited from that. Those families have benefited from it. You and Sandy and the girls have benefited from it also. So our action step we're going to leave you with today. And Josh, thank you so much again for coming. Uh, man, I just love, I think it's so good for people to hear from somebody just like them out there with a, a normal job, you know, doing life with people, uh, doing exactly what God's called them to do. But anyways, our action step today is this, to leverage the extra things you do to reach people. So it may be that that team you have, again, that hobby you have. It may be the job you work at. But leveraging those things that you are already doing, those relationships that you're already building um, to reach people and to connect them to the body of Christ. And then look for opportunities to have gospel conversations. So you're already in these places. Start praying, God, give me an opportunity. And then when he gives it to you, taking it. 
take the opportunity. Well, Josh, again, thank you for joining us. Uh, Thank you guys for checking out this episode and we'll see you next time.